Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Obviously, this is a really hot day today. Well, the hottest day of the year so far, I think it is, isn't it? It is the hottest day of the year. And I also read, here's a little bit of a nerdy fact. I also read it's the highest ever UV ratings the UK has ever had. So absolutely baking. And as you'll hear, we're doing the show from just little bedrooms in our house just with the blinds down. I feel like I'm back at university. Um, <laughs> but here's the noise, right? So I'm so sticky and horrible. This is me taking my hand off my chest. We're, we're, we're going to be topless during the show, as you will hear. It's, it's all going on in the show you're about to hear. But listen, listen to this noise of my clammy hand coming off my clammy chest. Ugh. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I'm really that's... sorry if that's put you off. Re- Maybe you're just, I don't know, you were just drifting off to sleep listening to this and that's <laughs> going to give you nightmares. But that's just where we're at. <laughs> That's, that's absolutely disgusting. It really is. I do apologise. And with that, here's the podcast. Says the fellow who talks about his gussets in the last hour of the show. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So lockdown is tough enough as it is without this heat wave going on at the moment. And uh, I was talking to my other half, Katie, earlier on today about, like, when we were kids in the 80s. And I don't know about you, but hot days like this always remind me of kind of the 80s and Wimbledon and White Dog Poo and all that kind of stuff. Baking hot. Like, what do we used to do? And we were in agreement that we were given a fiver by our parents and sent down to the local leisure centre. Do you remember that getting on the bus and going to your yep. local sports centre with a fiver? Uh, and it really does remind you of the 80s. And I thought, obviously, there's a lot of people struggling today because it's roasting or not. How do you entertain the kids? Why don't we run once only here on Home Time for this first hour of the show, the Home Time Virtual 80s Leisure Centre? Okay, so think about your local leisure centre back in the 80s. That's what we're running. Richie and I are on reception. Obviously, it's really warm in there. Uh, steam on the inside of the windows, bit of condensation, and it stinks of chlorine. What we need from you on the show tonight is this. Two bits of information. First of all, what activity would you like to book in for in our leisure centre? And secondly, what would you like to eat from our 80s canteen? So obviously, you and I are on reception. But if I was to come in myself as a young punter, uh, I'd yep. like to book myself in for uh, an indoor cricket net, please. Get the old nets out. So an indoor nice. cricket session because it is summer. Uh, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll get myself a slush puppy, please. <laughs> Slush puppies are just absolute staples of the UK 80s leisure centre, aren't they? Also as well, a lot of uh, trouble with footwear and applicable footwear when you're going in the gymnasium. Maybe if you've got black soles on, they'll like haul you off and make you wear a pair of lost property shoes as a punishment. Uh, Already orders are coming in. Uh, The team at Britpop Memories say, Babington Court, please, followed by a four-finger Kit Kat, which will be praying as one of those 1980s quality control misses where there's no wafers inside and it's all chocolate. And Diamond Dave says doubles badminton for an hour, 15 minutes sauna, then a max pack instant tea with a packet of beef. What's it? <laughs> We're open for business. Chris says, uh, mostly be trying to get the locker key to stay in the wristband, which is around your ankle, whilst avoiding the one bloke fully naked in the shower. That is a weird... I don't know if women do this, right? Because obviously not being in a woman's changing room, but um, when you go into a bloke's changing room, like most, most guys do the old towel around the waist thing, whatever, you've always got one bloke who's just absolutely starker, stood there, hands on hips, like a town crier, chatting to uh, a yeah. mate, completely naked as the day he was born. Really weird, that is. I think that's weird. Always. And I'd just always. like to clarify, that's never been me. Me um, neither. Lisa has uh, said uh, she'd like to book for swimming if the wave machine is on. We did establish earlier, Lisa, the wave machine's going on quarter past every hour. Quarter past the hour. 
and then she's ordering Coke and a burger so she can reenact what happened in the real Sun Centre back in the early <laughs> 80s, which sounds quite grim. I think there's a movie about that coming out at the end of the year. Uh, Chris, Another Chris says, squash court, please, but only if it's for 25 minutes. <laughs> then a pint of orange and lemonade with loads of ice, but I want to be charged more than a pint of lager. That's good. Andy Davis says, a cone of chips and a blue slush puppy, please. I can't go swimming because I've got a Veruca and I've left my special sock at home. Are, are Verucas, <laughs> you don't see Verucas anymore now. You don't even have to walk through that little pool of slightly cold antiseptic water. Does that mean we've beaten the Veruca? <laughs> I, I hope we, so. There's hope for all of us if that's the case. When was the last time you heard of anyone tell you about them having a Veruca? A very long time. Isn't uh, it? Geordie Pete wants to get into the wave machine as well. Geordie Pete, were you not listening earlier? It's on at quarter past, and he wants to book hour. some traditional watery vegetable soup with a rock-hard roll, please. We've got just the vending machine for you, my friend. Uh, Terry's just down the road from you in South Bush. She wants to hey. know when the giant inflatables are going in the pool. Um, um, and... They got vandalised. Oh, no. Oh, that's so, a shame. It's sorry, off. Terry. I'm really sorry. sorry, Terry, mate. Um, her 80s canteen snack would be the salt and vinegar chip sticks, uh, which she says never dropped from the vending machine. So you'd always have to go and find a member of staff to open the door to retrieve them. Uh, she'd also like a packet of fruit polos and a can of orange Fanta. Do they even do fruit polos anymore? Is that even I a thing anymore? I used to love fruit polos. They're weird though, aren't they? Because I presume normal polos are around and then they make like they made an entry level beginner's polo try to get a younger market on board by doing fruit polos but then they just feel like they've just given up on it now this one says i'd like to book a table tennis table no need to worry about shoe marks i'm wearing my puma g villas from the canteen i would like chicken kiev with a side of crispy pancakes consider it done uh, shane in wales says i'll have one swim session followed by a cone of chips a can of coke and a crunch bar to walk home with after the lifeguard has thrown us out again he's a repeat <laughs> offender uh, Craig's in Norwich. He wants to know, do we have a dangerously fast water flume uh, which plops you into a deep, cold pool? Of course we do. Good. Uh, he's like to uh, uh, take some trips uh, on that. And we'll also take a spa pool session with its fake palms uh, and uh, fake soil pellets that float in the water, <laughs> looking like something rather unpleasant. And he'd like a prawn sandwich on brown bread. <laughs> Very classic, very 80s, consider it done. Brian says he wants to spend two hours chucking his badminton racket in the insanely high ceiling to dislodge a shuttlecock that's been there for a decade. <laughs> uh, Food-wise, and he's given the coordinates for these on the vending machine, he's like salt and vinegar discos, that's G8, with an Oasis drink, <laughs> B3, uh, then a fight in the car park with some lads from a different school. We can do that for him, no problem at all. <laughs> and then this here with no name is reminiscing going to the old Guildford Sports Centre. I believe it's now called the Spectrum, says an old resident of Guildford. Well, you could, uh, say, you were, you could say you were on the Spectrum if you're down no, there. Yes, you, you, you could, you could you? say that because you were on the Spectrum top board. Uh, and yes. they're also then asking for a bowl of piping hot chips. <laughs> I was just talking earlier on about the fact that you don't see those little walk-through chlorine pools anymore in swimming pools. And I was thinking, well, maybe that means we've won the war on Verrucas. Seems that we haven't. Uh, this Texas Verrucas is still about. My son has had a half-penny-sized one on his foot for about four years. Here's the, here's the rub. Doctors don't freeze them off anymore. That's oh, a really? nightmare. I thought they used, to, they used to nuke them with that stuff that was like from Superman with like loads of dry ice and stuff like that. <laughs> they, just, what, they just let them get on. Why, why have they removed the little mini walkthrough pools if we haven't won the war on Verrucas? I want answers from the chief medical officer. 
It's Faruka News on Home Time. Uh, yeah. Matt says, a game of Space Invaders on the machine that looks like a coffee table, please. Uh, oh. Then he's happy to have a bag of pickled onion rings and one of those plastic cup orange drinks that you just stick a straw through the top. <laughs> you got to remember those. Uh, this one says, can I have a 50-piece swimming cap that pulls your hair out of the roots, please? Also a tizer and a cabana bar. <laughs> David in Glossop, not too fussed on booking in on the activities. He's just asking Bush, is the soup vending machine working? Because he's looking forward to one of those powdered chicken soups uh, with bullet croutons. Oh, fantastic. We do have the powdered chicken. We've also got minestrone as well. So you knock yourself out there, sunshine. Uh, this tweet says, five-a-side football, please, on an indoor court with a concrete floor, breeze block walls and mats down for the goalkeepers. <laughs> also, food-wise, a bag of Space Raiders and a mix of every fizzy drink they have in a plastic cup. And we'll settle for Tangy Tom's as the crisp option, if not available. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, over an 80s summer. And uh, Maxine would love to know what time's roller disco starting tonight. Her and her friends are just ready to go round and round and round and round for an hour holding hands. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, we need to share with you a conversation that uh, Bush and I had before the show today with, uh, with our, back, our backroom team. Backroom, but very important. Uh, first of all, you may be surprised to hear that we have a meeting before the show. Uh, honestly, we do. Uh, and Serena, who looks after all the uh, Hometime socials, so if you uh, uh, see our gubbins on Facebook or Twitter, that's all Serena's work. And we were discussing how unpleasant an afternoon it was to be working at home and uh, Bush and I both in upstairs bedrooms with uh, very little breeze whatsoever and uh, saying how much we were going through our fluids and the water. Serena pipes up and says, I don't drink water. Madness, isn't it? Absolute madness. I've never heard anyone say that before in my entire life. Really surprised me about Serena as well because... You know, she seemed kind of seems like the kind of person who'd always rehydrate and do yoga and eat tofu. You know, someone who looks after themselves, like younger people do, not like us lot. Absolutely uh, terrible <laughs> school diets of cheeseburger and chips every single day. Uh, and she does sound like, and this is what we said to her earlier on, she does sound like someone who Channel 4 would make a documentary about called <laughs> The Girl Who Never Drunk Water or something <laughs> like that. You know, the kind of documentary... Absolutely. Seen so many of them. Uh, I think one that stuck in my mind once was about a gentleman who was a tree. Yes, I remember that one. It always starts with something like the boy who, the man who, the girl who, or whatever. And we thought we could turn this into a cracking little game. If you, if you take the formula, the tried and tested formula for the Channel 4 documentary, start with the boy who, the girl who, or whatever, and tell us a bit about your lives. And you never know, you could end up having a documentary series made about you. I'm happy to get the ball rolling on this one and Go on. I'm fully in the knowledge that this would have been a documentary had my parents had the chance. The first, shall we say, 11 or 12 years of my life, so pretty much all the way through junior school, I would have been this documentary, The Boy Who Only Ate Marmite. <laughs> it, that sounds like prison slang to be honest with you <laughs> why was you why you would only eat marmite what's you have to clarify this what's going on i i was that kid that was the incredibly fussy eater and the thing that i loved was marmite i'd love me marmite on toast or me bread and marmite and all that kind of stuff go around me grandparents for example on a sunday everyone else is having a roast 
I'd be there having me marmite. It was it was absolutely ridiculous. Only absolutely you, absolutely ridiculous. Only you would be like literally very weird about only eating the thing that is hugely divisive in the United Kingdom anyway. Do you know what I mean in its own right, <laughs> marmite splits the, splits the room? But that's the only thing you'll have for a certain point. That's crazy. I was going to say I thought the documentary about you could be called uh, "The Boy Who Couldn't Say Nutella Properly." In brackets, I still can't. <laughs> that would work too. Now, I've got a few bubbling here that might work for me. Previously, it would have been the boy who'd never broken an egg. Do you remember that? And I accidentally I broke do. an egg the other day. I've absolutely yeah. gutted. I had such a brilliant run going, so that's not going to work. Maybe it could be something down the lines, because I genuinely believe I have some form of an innate talent of fast-forwarding during adverts and pressing play just as the TV show is about to start again. Maybe it's something to do with that. The boy that was amazing at fast-forward playing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. You yes, for it to be a documentary, you'd have to have harnessed it for the power of good or something or other. I don't know. Maybe uh, you know because they watch. Then they watch like virtual races and that in bookies. Can I can I get me in there and I can be doing stuff? People can bet on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or the only other one I put on Twitter earlier on was uh, the boy had never seen Emmerdale. I've never <laughs> seen an <laughs> episode of Emmerdale in my entire life. I'm, I'm still going. Don't even know anything about it. Pete Stone says the boy who hates stickers. Which what? is a strange one. Like, how can you have a fear of stickers? But then I delve in further, and it's called pitakionophobia. It is a fear of sticky labels. So this could be a full 60 minutes of public service broadcasting. Do you know what? I always wonder when people have got a phobia, does something bad to do with it has to have happened for you to get the phobia? Or can you just develop like, oh my God, sticky label on the back of my hands and freak out? <laughs> Please come back. Could please clarify if you've had a, a bad... I can't even think of a bad sticker related. Imagine <laughs> no. something bad that happened to you with a sticker. I can't think of anything. Please get back in touch with the show. We need to find out. I'm just down to shorts, Richie. I don't know about you. Are you, are you, are you stripping off? I'm currently topless. Hang on a sec. I'm going to do it. Hang on. Take my headphones off. Look at this. Da, da, okay. Da, 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 da. It's like a night at Magaluf. <laughs> there it isn't is. It? Da, da. It's topless home time. Yes. Liberating. What's the point of wearing shirts in this? It's just not worth it. <laughs> uh, look, tell us about your life in the form of a Channel 4 documentary title. Uh, this has all come from our team member, Serena, who told us in a meeting earlier on today... Never drinks water. Doesn't drink water. The girl who doesn't drink water. That would be a Channel 4 documentary. What's your title? Dom says, I also don't drink water, and I haven't for nearly 25 years. I only ever drink squash or cordial. All right, Dom, then you can be in uh, Serena's thing. You, maybe the, he could be the follow-up. The, the, the lad who also doesn't drink water, like <laughs> Serena from week one. They, or maybe they meet up at the end of the documentary. Who knows? It's a series. It's good to meet other people who've got the same issues as you. They could meet outside. They always seem to meet outside on a water, waterfront pub, don't they, in those kind of programmes? <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, Kelly, the girl who puts her back out sneezing. I'd absolutely watch that if I saw that in the listings. Can you believe this? Our colleague, Leona Graham, from the No Repeat Guarantee in the daytime on Absolute Radio, says, the girl who works with plonkers. Uh, yes, I can believe that. Uh, Isn't that unbelievable? Kind of, I think it's gone to her head. She had that moment in the sun on uh, Jason Manford's show this morning talking about her bins and here she is, all confidence and everything. It's an, that is an HR incident. Remember where you were when you heard it because you might be, uh, is it subpoenaed? If you watch any of the American court drama, you might be yes. subpoenaed to give evidence on our behalf. Uh, Amanda says, the girl who's never eaten a Big Mac. Amanda, you've never lived. Why, why would you do that to yourself, Amanda? Please clarify, is there a reason behind it? Robin Orpington says, I'd be the boy who always needs the loo 20 minutes into any car journey. <laughs> I, I'd turf him out on the carriageway. I wouldn't be standing for that. 20 minutes in, that's reckless. 
And a deep one from Nicholas. The girl who wants the glory but never volunteers for anything. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. In the first hour of the show, we were just talking about 80s leisure centres and wondering whether... Have we won the war on Verrucas because you'd have to walk through that little cold bit of water before you went to the main pool? Zoe Fletcher says uh, on an email, Guys, I'm a lifeguard at a present-day leisure centre. Love that clarification. The reason why we don't have the foot baths anymore is just think about how dirty they are. Full of bacteria. Also, kids wear the socks if they have anything on their feet. But they can wear their own normal socks or special swimming shoes as well. So that kind of clears that one up in a slightly murky, I don't want to touch my Tea type way. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We're both uh, broadcasting from ridiculously hot bedrooms. You're hot as well. And if you have a little look on Twitter, you can see just how hot we are. Uh, we just posted a photo earlier on uh, at Absolute Radio. Uh, make sure you've had your tea before you look at it. When you, uh, when you said, have a look at our socials to see just how hot we are, how did you mean that phrase? 100% hunk. I meant 100% hunk. <laughs> what is, I don't know anything about the whole Tinder thing. If, what's the what opposite of swiping in the direction where you like someone? <laughs> I can't remember. It's been so long. But I think if I saw our image, I think I'd uninstall the app. Yeah, good point. Reset your phone. Hey, look, tell us your life, but in the form of the title of a Channel 4 documentary. Serena, on our team in our little home time meeting earlier on, said she doesn't drink water, never has oh, done. She would be the girl who never drank water. That would be her documentary. What would be your life story? Becky from Norfolk says, I would be the girl who married her cat. Uh, at the age of 10, I decided I would never love anyone as much as my cat, Tom. So I lined up my teddies as the congregation. I put on a bow on his collar and a pair of my knickers, as I felt no one should be married with a bare bum. I asked him if he took me to be his wedded wife, then squeezed him so he meowed, and I said, I do, and pronounced us man and wife. That is there you incredible. Go. And that absolutely, absolutely would be a documentary. Totally. Uh, Megan says, my dad, Ray, would be the man who's afraid of cotton wool. Uh, is this the thing where people can't bear the thought of someone biting cotton wool and it absolutely Ooh. freaks them out? She doesn't say whether Ray actually likes or dislikes eating it. It appears to be an all-round cotton wool phobia. I think phobia. Ray needs to man up a little bit there, mate. Start hiding behind whoever it is is sending the text and chomp on some cotton wool and just get rid of the phobia once and for all. Stamp it out. Nip it at source. <laughs> uh, this is a weird one. This text has got a typo on it or an autocorrect. Uh, so I won't go too further into it because it, it does what it says on the tin. Uh, they say, the man who can't poi at work. I presume there's an accidental eye in there, but I think quite a few people have that problem. Stage fright. And earlier on, we heard about the person who, uh, who doesn't like stickers. Uh, Helen says, my daughter also has a sticker phobia. As a child in her pram, Batman bent down to put a sticker on her and she screamed. It wasn't the real Batman. She is 28 now and her kids love stickers. So there's a little bit of history. And I confess that my documentary would have been the boy who only ate Marmite. Someone else here messages and says, I grew up on Marmite. I was taken to the doctors. Marmite cheese and milk is still a perfect diet and I'm still eating the same diet 40 years later. 
Wow, it's like uh, the kid who would only eat Marmite 40 years later. That would be the name of the documentary. <laughs> Just one other thing as well. That, that girl who's got the sticker phobia, right? So the yeah. scenario is she's a kid. She's sat in a buggy. Some fat old fella dressed as Batman lurches into her buggy and puts a sticker on her cheek. And she gets a sticker phobia. What about <laughs> someone dressed up in costume phobia? That's what should be going on there. It's ridiculous. Stickers are getting a real bum deal out of this. I think the heat might be playing with our minds a bit. The tweet has just has gone out earlier on of Richie and I. We're doing the show topless at the moment because it's roasting hot, so just forgive us that. But what, they, what they've done, the Absolute Radio have merged the two photos together, so it's all on one picture. We, it looks like, a, you know when people do like a, a naturist's calendar or something like that? <laughs> yeah. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. And also what I don't approve of as well, we need to have words with our social team. They've also turned it into a, a, a Twitter poll. You can vote tops off or tops on. It didn't need to oh. go down that route. It's going to be the brutal. Setting us up for a fall, aren't they? That's what they're doing. Unbelievable. Uh, look, we've we've asked to hear from you this evening. Sum up your life uh, in the title, in the form of a title of a Channel Four documentary. Um, Serena, the aforementioned Absolute Radio social team, uh, who said to us earlier that she never drinks water, so it would be the girl who never drinks water. Uh, let us know the title of your life. Lewis says, "The Englishman who hates tea." Oh, he could be no friend of mine. You've got to like tea. Come on, sunshine. Gazin Painton says, uh, there was a lad at my school in Cuthbert, Maine, who never changed his pants. We counted it in games. So the documentary would be the boy that never changed his pants documentary. I went to Cuthbert, Maine. That was my secondary school as well in Torquay. I hope Gaz is not having a pop at me. As far as I could tell, I had a very good circulation, uh, rotation of underwear. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, more on that after six. Uh, and John tweets to say, I was the boy who grew up in someone else's clothes. Younger Love brother it. of a tomboy sister meant I was always in hand-me-downs. I'd sit there and watch that. Sounds like a great documentary. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Bush, can I ask you a question? How has the last three months in lockdown uh, affected your underpants? What? What is going on? I know the heat is getting to people, but I wasn't expecting that at this time of the evening. What do you mean? <laughs> I, For whatever reason, I have found... Um, I'm going to be straight out there. I have found over the last month, I've never been through a spell in my life where the gusset has gone in more of my pants um, than, than ever before. Do you know what? We were going to have Kievs this evening, but I might just knock that on the head. I'd have a salad. <laughs> gusset. So what, the gussets perish more during lockdown, you think? I don't know. Is it all the lounging around at home, the sitting on the sofa? I, I don't know what I don't know what it is. But I, I'm just telling you, I've never had a spell of chucking out more pants than I have done in the last few weeks. So at the beginning of the week, I went online and ordered. Get this, I thought this was quite a deal. I ordered a pack of uh, ten Calvin Kleins for forty quid. All right, so that's that's four quid a pair of pants. That's, that's not for a bad. unit price. I think it's a pretty good deal because I thought if they're going. all going, you've got to go high end to Can stop I ask you them a going again. Yes. What uh, what type? Because there's three different types of Calvin clients, and I've accidentally bought the wrong ones before, and they're awful, right? You can either get ones that look like you're a rear gunner from a Lancaster bomber in World War II that go down to your knees. <laughs> yeah. You can either get the other end makes you look like uh, Merman from He-Man, like a little tiny pair of underpants. And then there's the mid ones, which are, I think they're the, the ideal underpants. Which type did you go for? I have gone for the middle option, the ideal Phew. pant. Okay, yes. that's good. So that makes that I'll sleep better at night knowing that rather than the other two. 
Thing is, they were due to arrive today. I got an alert from my online shopping uh, organisation, shall we, shall we say, saying that there'd been a delay. They'll now arrive tomorrow because they got held up in the depot in Madrid. All Ooh. these pants come in from Madrid, which seems very over the top but there we go so i thought off the back of this it would be a good idea to do one of our irregular home time online shopping audits tell us what is the latest item that you've had delivered online or is sat in your basket right now because i always feel that this little audit is just a little window on your world tells us so much as to what's going on do you know what right the other thing that i've ordered today but it hasn't arrived today is um, I really want to get into my barbecue, right? And yeah. I've bought this thing that you stick a chicken on top of, on top of your microwave. Do you know the thing? I have one myself, yes. Do you? Yeah. Is it good? Yes, yeah, fantastic. Can you close the lid whilst you do that? Sorry, sorry to just completely hijack this with barbecue <laughs> chat. Can you close the lid on it? Or do you have to Depending it on the size of your lid and the size of your chicken, yes, I've found that I can, yeah. Because the chicken sits quite low down on its stand. We're, by the way, we're not, we're not talking about the pants thing from earlier on. This is, this is just barbecue chat. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. There's some stuff that I've got coming. This is exciting, isn't it? I'm getting excited about this. <laughs> Sabrina has some lolly moulds on the way to make her own ice creams. I like the idea of that with this weather. Uh, Kimberly has got a basketball hoop to keep the toddler amused for another day. Good plan. Uh, Rebecca is being eaten alive every night by mosquitoes, so some bug bite cream is arriving soon. It's weird how all the mosquitoes uh, on the continent get all the attention, but it's actually the indigenous ones here in the United Kingdom that are the worst. Some of the bites yes. I've had from just being out in the garden are unbelievable. And Leanne says, uh, she's actually taken put a photo of it on our Facebook page. She's bought a canvas print, so like a massive, massive print of Joe Exotic from the Netflix documentary, wearing a crown and scepter. Never seen anything like it. We're claiming that this gives us an insight into your life right now. Quite what we're meant to read into the Joe Exotic print, we don't know. Uh, Richie, you used a phrase at the very beginning of this that's uh, going to stop me from sleeping this evening. That, uh, you said that the gusset had perished in a number of your underpants. That's why I've ordered these uh, 10 pairs of Calvin Kleins for 40 quid. They should arrive from Madrid tomorrow. It's definitely something hooky going on there. But Colin <laughs> says, I fully agree with Richie. I also have chucked away loads of pants during lockdown. Not due to the gusset, but the electric... Electric? Not due to the gusset, but the elastic waistband has been going on mine. Can I, can I just stop everyone here? This is not a chat about how have your pants perished. That's not what we're doing this evening on the show. Thank I could you very much. I could see us doing it on another day, to be quite honest. Uh, Claire in Liverpool says, personalised M&Ms with my partner's face on. <laughs> Why oh not? Word. And hello to Paul in Doncaster. He says, I've bought a little Bluetooth speaker so I can listen to home time in my garden and not on my phone speaker. Good lads. Well, take that, Paul. Eden's just bought fleece pet bed liners for her five pet rats. Oh, my word. Still getting grief for my Calvin Klein purchase. Tricky says, Richie, mate, 40 quid for 10 pairs of Calvins. Are you sure they aren't the market version Kevin Clean? Do you know what, right? My mum got us from Birkenhead Market when we were a lot younger, um, Calvin Club. So there might be something going on there. It might be a bit dodge. Watch this space. Uh, there'll be a follow-up report on tomorrow's show. We're doing a, a home time online shopping audit. It's a little window into your life right now. What is the most recent item you've had uh, delivered or that is sat in your basket right now? Uh, get in touch and tell us.
Some amazing stuff coming into the show, a real insight. Uh, Dave and Donna in Chorley in Lancashire say, we've bought a replica of an Easter Island head for the garden. Not wow. quite as big, it's at 63 centimetres, but still very impressive. Uh, Rachel in Litchfield says, my husband just ordered black chalk for our 16-year-old son's airfix model of a Lancaster bomber. Apparently, Whoa. the black chalk makes the definition on the wings better and looks like gun smoke. Is this all a bit nerdy? Do you know all right? Remember the guy that got shot down during the first Iraq war and paraded on telly by Saddam Hussein, the one of the pilots? Yes. Uh, John Nickel. He's written a book about the Lancaster Bomber, which I'm listening to at the moment on an audiobook, and it's absolutely brilliant. So when you finish the model, listen to the book or buy the book. It's brilliant. Andy Carroll, not that one, uh, says, My last three purchases were a blood-covered foam cross crowbar, a fake rubber house brick, and a replica handgun. Don't worry, I'm not a total freak. I'm just a drama teacher planning for the autumn play. Good man, Andy. Wow. Uh, and then there's this tale from Grant and Sally in Newcastle. The last thing that we ordered online was a mattress from an online store, shall we say. Got a message saying it would be delivered in two days. Then another to say it would arrive tomorrow. So we dismantled and threw out my son's bed. We then received a text to say there was a six-week delay. Oh, so no. phoned and cancelled and ordered another from a different supplier who said they would deliver next day. The next day comes. <laughs> Two mattresses turn up within five minutes of each other. <laughs> oh, do you know what? There must be at some point we'll have to do a phone-in about people who've accidentally got free stuff because of online mistakes. Like my, my friend Kester got like this amazing flat screen telly. It just turned up because they'd got the order wrong. But like it's wow. the question is whether you say something about it or not. So we'll save that one for another day. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So there's one uh, message about the online audit that we didn't have a chance to read on the show, and it kind of came in just as we were wrapping up from Christina. And I love this. So thank you to everyone who got in touch with the stuff that they were sending into the show, because it's an interesting insight as to what you're buying online. Uh, she says, hi, lads. Enjoying the show as always. I haven't received it yet, but do you remember in the first Lord of the Rings film, the sign Bilbo Baggins had on his gate, uh, which is obviously it's in the book as well. No admittance except on party business well i've ordered the sign to be handmade by some guy in arizona i'm just trying to decide where to put it on my born again beer garden not sure when it's going to arrive yet i tell you what christina keep us posted that sounds fantastic i love that i i'd just love to have a beer garden at home that'd be fantastic uh, and that would look top hole in it is that an expression top hole it sounds a bit dodgy to me, that. I've never heard that <laughs> phrase before. <Yeah. laughs> what a way to end. <laughs>